There's going to be a lot of opportunities to make money, uh, side hustles. We just, we need to evolve. We need to be ready and prepared. And you know, it's been a long time since we've had a recession. I want to share a lot of my insight that I have to help you guys to gain ideas and to gain the confidence to do what it takes to seize opportunities. You're gonna have to keep your eyes open and you're gonna have to dive for those because I'll tell you, there's gonna be a lot of other people out there looking for the same opportunities. And if we're not quick enough, if we're not fast enough, if we don't jump on the opportunity, then someone else is going to scoop it up and get it. Or either that is just going to go right past you. Today's show is sponsored by ClearFlow Water Systems. Go to clearflow.com to learn how you can save money by ordering factory direct on water treatment systems for your home or for your place of business. That's K-L-E-A-R-F-L-O.com. ClearFlow specializes in saltless systems that do not require salt, and they're really big on providing whole house toxin filtration. ClearFlow cuts out the middleman, saving you lots of money. Visit their website and give them a call today. Remember, it's never too early to click that like button. And I love those comments. So don't forget to leave a comment before you leave this video. In case you don't already know, I'm giving away free silver once I reach 2,500 subscribers. I'm almost there. So if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe. Welcome to the Rich Neely Show. I am your host, Rich Neely. Now, I should have explained in uh, a couple of previous videos uh, about this. So I'm going to go ahead and do it now. Uh, I'm still new at this. I'm still learning. I'm still gaining uh, experience uh, with uh, being a YouTuber, a podcaster. So if you go to my homepage here on YouTube, you'll see uh, my, my handsome mug. Just to the, the right of that image, I, I, I have uh, four bullet points. And, and maybe I might redo this, or maybe I just need to explain a little better about what my intent is here. But I've got four words. I've got dream, ask, relentless, and educate. Now, I kind of came up with those words, and I kind of coupled it with uh, the, the first letter of each word uh, spells out the word dare. And that's something that I, that in the future, that I, I intend to push and share and talk more about. You know, daring. You know, I dare you to this. I dare you to that. Uh, dream, ask, uh, be relentless, and, and, and to educate. Now, I've already done two videos here this earlier this week about uh, asking questions about dreaming. You know, I dare you to dream, to start dreaming again, okay? For those of us who, who've fallen and have had struggles to, uh, to not give up on dreaming and to get back to our dreams, because obviously everything that we want to do, everything we aspire to do in life needs to begin and starts with a dream. And in this episode, I want to focus on the R that is uh, relentless. Uh, so I'm gonna break this up into two videos. Now, I don't know if part two, I'm not gonna call it part two, but I don't know if part two is gonna come as my next video or if I'm gonna jump on and, and maybe do a video about something else, but it will be coming up uh, very shortly after this video. I, I have over 2,000 subscribers. I've been doing this uh, since September of 21. If you've been following me for a while, you know how I love, I enjoy sharing personal stories to, to build into uh, the topic of, of my episode. And so that's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to go ahead and share a, uh, a personal story of mine. As I mentioned in previous videos, my childhood was made up uh, about 90% of baseball. Baseball was my childhood. How baseball helped me to build the attributes that I that I have today. And these examples and these stories explain 
to how I became a relentless uh, individual. I can think of other words other than relentless, uh, like uh, persistent. I'm a very persistent person. Uh, that That's a, a lot of what has I give credit to, to me being successful uh, throughout my adult life is being uh, persistent. But hey, I needed an R to, to put in the word dare. So I came up with relentless. But relentless is still a, a perfectly well-described word on who we need to be in order to achieve our goals and our dreams and to get to where we need to be. We need to be relentless. Do you guys know Yogi Berra? Now, how many of you hear the name Yogi Berra and think of uh, the cartoon Yogi the Bear? Uh, but that's not who I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the cartoon uh, Yogi Bear. There was a baseball catcher who who played for the uh, New York Yankees. His name was Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra, he, he was not a very good looking guy. Uh, he, he was very short, but darn, he was a good catcher for the New York Yankees. The peak of his career was back in the 1950s. I think he started playing uh, in the uh, late 40s. And he, he retired uh, getting into the 60s. If you don't know already, Yogi Berra was a very outspoken individual. And he had to be, right? Because he was very short. But he was very influential. He, he had a lot of great insight. He was a team leader. He was, in some cases, he was regarded as uh, like a team captain. Now, in October 8th, 1956, uh, the New York Yankees were in Game 5 of the World Series with the Brooklyn Dodgers. Yogi Berra was behind the plate catching for Don Larson. If you know where I'm going with the story, if you're familiar with Don Larson and what he did in the World Series Game 5 of 1956, give yourself a pat on the back. That's pretty cool. It's really not a moment in history that's shared and, and talked about much anymore. But what happened during this game, Don Larson was on his way to pitching a perfect game. For those who don't know, a perfect game is when no batter uh, safely reaches base, not by air, not by uh, a walk, not by a hit by pitch. All 27 batters got out. That is a perfect game, it's extremely rare. It does not happen very often. I don't know what inning Yogi Bear had said this, but I do know it was leading up towards the end of the game the team had huddled together on the mound. Yogi Berra had, had made this statement, which I had learned when I was a child, and I used this quote throughout my life. Yogi Berra, speaking for himself, because he's a catcher, if a ball gets past him on a third strike, the batter can run and get safely on first base. So Yogi Berra is telling this to himself and his teammates out in the field. This is what he said. He said, nothing gets by us. And I, and I heard this when I was a child. I, I, when I was really little, I, I, probably the first time I heard this quote from Yogi Berra during this moment, uh, I was probably 10 years old. I was pretty young when I heard this, and I took it to heart. I looked online to see if I could find the exact words he said. I can't even find the quote. There's like hundreds and hundreds of other quotes from Yogi Berra throughout his career, and I couldn't find this one. But he said something along the lines. He told himself and his teammates as they were huddling before they were going. It was probably maybe the last inning. Maybe it was the ninth inning. Maybe it was the eighth inning. I don't know. It's irrelevant. But as what he said was, we cannot let anything get past us. Meaning as in, hey, if the ball is hit to you, you, whatever you have to do, you eat dirt, you you take that dive. Our buddy here, Don Larson, who's pitched an outstanding game in this World Series, we need to help him to achieve this perfect game. History is in the making. And so whatever it takes, 
If we're going to lose a tooth, we're going to lose a tooth. But we've got to dive and do whatever we can to stop that ball from getting past us. When I was young and I learned about that, I was thinking, you know what, that, that is really cool. Why not apply that to every game that I play? And I did. But, you know, when you're in Little League, there, there's a lot of chatter out in the field. There's a lot of chatter. You know, hey, batter, 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 swing, you know, and we want a pitcher, not a belly itcher. And, you know, it, there's just a lot of fun chatter uh, in baseball. At least there was when I was a kid. Honestly, I haven't been to a Little League game uh, myself uh, in a very long time. I wouldn't be surprised if it's quiet now because maybe people are worried about uh, feelings being hurt, being insensitive. So I wouldn't even be surprised if you go to a Little League game now, you don't hear any chatter, which is really sad and unfortunate if that's the case. But when I was a child, when I was playing uh, Little League, chatter was encouraged. It was a great way of showing love and support to your team. Well, I played other positions. So, so I also pitched, which I enjoyed. I loved pitching. But the positions that I played almost all the time was third base and from time to time shortstop when, when needed. I was the third baseman. A lot of it had to do with the fact that I had really good eyes. You know, a ball would come off that bat really fast and I could be at a short distance and I had good judgment with my good eyes on where that ball was going. I would always remind everybody, hey, nothing gets past us. Nothing gets past us. Don't let anything get past us. And that was something that I had to display uh, I, I would dive into the dirt, do whatever I had to do to catch and prevent that ball from getting past me or running down that line. If I had a super strength in baseball, it was that. It was picking up, scooping up them, them ground balls. I wasn't the best hitter. I wasn't the best pitcher. But I had really good eyes, and it was it would be extremely rare where a ball would get past me because I lived by that motto. I loved that. I can remember bragging about when I was uh, my early adulthood. I can remember telling, hey, I could count on one hand how many errors I made uh, playing third base or how many balls had gotten past me. Uh, I was really good. I spent a lot of time developing that skill and developing that talent. One of, one of my favorite uh, baseball players when I was a child was uh, Ozzie Smith, uh, the Wizard. I don't know if any of you guys know him, but he played shortstop uh, mostly for the uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. Man, that guy was good. Really looked up to his abilities and being able to, to dive for that ball and to pick up the play and, and, and throw that runner out at, at first base or to turn a double play. Some of the things that I did to develop, I took advice from Ozzie. Ozzie Smith. I, I can't remember if I read about it in a Sports Illustrated magazine when I was younger or if I heard about it in an, a TV interview when I was a child. I don't remember. What Ozzie Smith, the wizard, did for himself when he was a child, he, he had a tennis ball and he would get down on his knees or he would stand up, but he would throw a tennis ball up against the wall and he would practice jumping and diving uh, to scoop up that, that tennis ball. So I did that too. That was one of the things that I did. I, I would, I would uh, go into the backyard. I'm, I'm sure my dad didn't appreciate me doing it, but the backside of our garage faced the back of my, my backyard. And I would throw my tennis ball and I would dive in, uh, in every direction. And I, I can't tell you how many times I did that, but there were, there were several years that I did that. If I, if I wasn't playing, I was finding ways to to develop those skills even when I was by myself during those long summer months. So I was constantly always trying to find ways to develop that talent. I just thought it was amazing. It was just, it was like it was art, uh, diving for the ball and scooping it up and picking it up and throwing it to the first base to get that batter out. My baseball coach, uh, we would do extra practices and he would just stand at the plate and he would just hit me ground balls and I would just be out there in the hot sun 
scooping up, practicing, picking up. I mean, he was really impressed with my determination and my desire to be the best who I could be at there at third base. This wasn't a situation where a father was pushing me to do this. This was something that I wanted for myself. This was something that I was determined. I wanted to live by Yogi Bear's quote, and that was to not let anything get past me, and I wanted to be good at it. And then there, there was the reward. What was the reward? Winning. Uh, people saying, for, even from opposing teams, saying, wow, did you, see that, did you see that dive? Did you see that catch that kid made? He was running down the line behind. He caught that ball. That was my reward to me, was making incredible plays there at third base. Now today, as a grown-up, as an adult, not, not a big deal. It's not a big accomplishment. But back then, as a child, it, was, it meant a lot to me. It was a big deal to me. You know, that's the beauty of life learning and developing new talents. I all my life I I've had the drive to to learn new things and I as a father I've one of my favorite uh, things to do as a father is having one-on-one -on -one time with my children, asking them questions and talking to them and wanting to teach them something and them, them like being sponges, just wanting to absorb all this knowledge. I love sharing ideas uh, with people and, and that's part of my motivation with this show. Something that I, I talk a lot about in my previous videos and I'm gonna share again, and that, that is you know our economy. There's gonna be a lot of opportunities to make money uh, side hustles. We just, we need to evolve. We need to be ready and prepared. And you know, it's been a long time since we've had a recession. So I want to share a lot of my insight that I have that help you guys gain ideas and to gain the confidence to do what it takes to seize opportunities. You got to be relentless uh, in your pursuit of opportunities. You're going to have to keep your eyes open and you're going to have to dive for those because I'll tell you, there's going to be a lot of other people out there looking for the same opportunities. And if we're not quick enough, if we're not fast enough, if we don't jump on the opportunity, then someone else is going to scoop it up and get it. Or either that is just going to go right past you into the outfield. And that opportunity is just going to run right past first base and who knows where else. So opportunities can and will be lost if we are not relentless in keeping our eyes open and diving for those opportunities. A lot of my skills that I have right now, I'm still developing. I've, I feel like I've got a long ways to go. I wanna get better. Uh, if you watched some of my older videos from when I started this channel back in September, I think anyone and everyone, uh, those of you who've been here with me from the beginning, would say that I've made some improvements. And I, I, I know it's, I'm going to continue to make uh, improvements as I continue to be relentless in this pursuit of uh, bringing and developing this channel. If you're a critic and you just pointing out my flaws and you think I sound like an idiot or something... What, what a jerk, you know? Uh, don't, don't be such a loser. I'm not syndicated, and I don't know if I ever will get syndicated. Becoming syndicated is, is really not a goal of mine. I did share that, man, I would love to get that silver button from YouTube someday. I shared how, you know, maybe uh, it might take 10 years to get it. Whatever it takes, I don't care. I'm relentless. I'm doing this in my spare time and I'm enjoying doing this. And in some cases, maybe I'm having too much fun. But for those of you who've been here with me for a while, you know, I've got a story. I've got a baseball uh, childhood memory that I'm going to share in my next video uh, in, in continuation with this topic of being relentless. I'll tell you what, in the comments below, 
if you know this childhood memory that I shared in a previous video, now you can't just be someone who knows me already be a friend. That, that's cheating. That, that doesn't count. Just recently, in, in recent weeks, I actually began to share this, this channel, this Rich Neely show uh, with family and friends when before I kept it private. So I have family and friends who just recently learned about me doing this YouTubing thing. A lot of them are just like, what the heck? What, I had no idea you were doing this. You know, what, what the heck, you know? But for those of you been with me uh, on my previous channel when it was called Economic Friend, if you know what childhood memory I'm going to share about the baseball, if you happen to remember, because I did, did a show about this uh, several months ago, uh, may have been even further back. If you can remember, I'm going to give you a free piece of silver, but it's what you got to do is you've got to leave a comment down below and you've got to say, Hey, Rich, I remember you shared uh, this childhood memory and it was about this and that. So if you can do that, I'm going to reward someone. There might be more than one. Maybe nobody will. Maybe a lot of my followers uh, that I have, I've got over 2000 subscribers and man, I'm only, I'm barely getting a hundred a uh, hundred views on these videos. A lot of it has to do with, I'm sure, because I've changed subjects. As I mentioned, I used to just talk about uh, the economy. I used to talk about money and investment strategies only. And I've kind of veered off with different topics. I've been losing some subscribers. Some subscribers are going away because they're like, oh, the Rich Neely show. What is, you know, and I, he's not talking about what I used to enjoy hearing him talk about. Anyway, thank you, my friends, for watching this show. If you haven't given this video a like it, please do so. If you haven't shared it, please share it. And I absolutely love the comments down below. If you're listening to this on Spotify or on any other uh, podcast uh, that I, I still got to develop some of these other uh, places where you can go listen to my podcast. Either way, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. I'll see you guys in my next show. Even though your ClearFlow water system comes out of Utah, it is a nationwide brand. ClearFlow is a factory direct company, and they're going to save you a lot of money because they cut out the middleman. The really cool thing about ClearFlow is that they provide treatment specifically for your needs. So you're not going to buy or you're pay for something that you're not in need of. ClearFlow specializes in saltless treatment systems, so you don't need salt, but they also specialize in toxin filtration for your entire house, wherever you need it. Find out how ClearFlow can help you by going to their website, clearflow.com. That's K-L-E-A-R-F-L-O.com and give them a call today.